Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. I'm your host, Nakiba. Great to be with you today. Lots to talk about. Uh, we are coming to you on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, also iHeartRadio. Tune in the award-winning Sirius XM app. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It is such a pleasure to speak with you guys as I do each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. Got a massive show today. Of course, the big news that's rocking the football world is that Lionel Messi will be leaving his boyhood club, Barcelona, a team with which he has set all sorts of records. Uh, Obviously, uh, you know, his success speaks for itself. Six Ballon d'Ors, 10 La Liga titles, four Champions Leagues, seven Copa del Reyes, three Super Cups, three World Club Cups, etc., etc. I will be joined on the guest line today by the host of the Barcelona podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, Javier Hernandez is going to join me. We're going to discuss the situation at the Camp Nou. Uh, Not just the messy situation, but the money, the business side of the game around football in general. Of course, Man City aside, because I guess they don't play by any rules. That's what we're going to talk about today. That's the topic on the table. It is a singular topic for a singular player considered by many to be the greatest player ever. I'm not sure I agree with that, but certainly in the pantheon of greats, uh, Lionel Messi is all of that and more. Uh, find me on Twitter, at Nagiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. That's the best way to reach me, uh, Facebook or Twitter. I talk to uh, my uh, wonderful listeners uh, all the time. Just a reminder, if you miss any part of the show, you can catch it as soon as it's over on our podcast network. That is the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network. Also, you can find Javier's show on there as well. Uh, We are also wherever else you would get your podcasts. If you're not going to the Believe network directly, Spotify, iTunes, etc., etc etc all right i'm gonna get my thoughts together when we come back let's talk barcelona fc let's talk Lionel messi let's talk the state of football outside of manchester city we'll be right back after this All right, well, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. It is always such a pleasure to be with you as we talk the beautiful game Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast for all of you early birds listening on Sports Overnight America. Well, the big discussion today, of course, and it will be for weeks to come, is the departure of the diminutive uh, Argentine genius, Lionel Messi, who it was announced will be leaving Barcelona. There's a lot to unpack here, especially after six Ballon d'Ors, 10 La Liga titles, 
four Champions Leagues titles, seven Copa del Reyes, three Super Cups, three Club World Cups. The list goes on and on, and I think we can add a Copa America uh, to that title as well. Uh, so joining me to help unpack this and make sense of what's going on, not just with Lionel Messi, not just with Barcelona, but with the state of football in general, more specifically in Spain, is the host of the Barcelona podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, uh, Raf Hernandez. Uh, Raf, thanks so much for joining me. Hey, Nick. Pleasure is all mine. Glad to be here. And it's exactly as you said. I think it, there's a, a little bit of a deja vu feeling with, with the Messi situation because at the same time, on, on 2020, we had the same rumors, Messi leaving, Messi wants to leave, and now we are getting them again. It's, it's really crazy. Uh, it is. Before we get into the messy situation, I uh, must tell you, if you're planning on placing a bet or a wager on a sporting event, folks, there is no better place to go than my good friends at betonline.ag. Been using them for years, no problems, money in, money out, always works wonders, whether it's basketball, baseball, hockey. Or, of course, our beloved, beautiful game, the Jogo Benito itself. You can bet Premier League. You can bet Champions League, La Liga, Serie A, uh, Bundesliga. Uh, you name it. You can bet it. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. And this show is presented by uh, BetOnline.ag. All right, let's get back to it. Uh, Rafa, uh, this is uh, so interesting because, as you pointed out, quite rightly, we have to go back to August of last year, Messi uh, asking the club to exercise a clause in his contract that would allow him to leave for free, and then Barcelona saying, not so fast, mate. We got a uh, nearly £700 million release clause in there. Uh, what happened back last August? Well, Nick, honestly, what happened was the pandemic made things a lot more complicated that, than they should have been. And Messi really had the right to unilaterally cancel con and his contract with Barcelona at the beginning of June. But because of the pandemic, we had a massive delay and La Liga was extended until July. So Messi kept playing football until August uh, of a season that should have ended basically months ago. So what happened is he sent a bureau fax to the club, which generates legal documents saying that he is exer exercising his rights to end his contract as it was listed on, his, on the contract that he has with the club. Uh, and the club basically told him that your time to rescind your contract is, is already passed. You cannot do that. And the solution that Bartomeu, the, the Barcelona president at the time, was to threat, to threat Messi with legal action to actually have the club of his life actually getting to sue him mm -hmm. and his next club if he went through with things. And as we all know, things ended as they did. Messi stayed at Barcelona because he simply didn't want to fight the, the, club, of his, uh, the club of his life. And Bartomeu, um, and Bartomeu left, correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That I, I would say that Messi, Messi actually going there and attacking Bartomeu publicly in a in, in an interview with Ruben Ulla for goal was massive because Messi never took part in politics before. He never aired his dirty laundry with the with the Barcelona board of or the club's politics 
talk loud. Mm-hmm. So it was really interesting because the moment that Messi attacked uh, Bartomeu, he was on the spotlight and the club had just been trashed 8-2 by Bayern Munich too. And uh, the club members started to er- to organize to remove Bartomeu from office, right? Mm-hmm. So basically he dec- he he stalled the, the process as much as he as he could, but it got to a point where he was going to be removed from office and he resigned before that and and then a provisional board was in place for a few months before Laporta was elected and now in charge. Well, interestingly enough, so a, a couple of questions. First of all, I mean, clearly Barcelona have been largely dominant over the last 10 years in La Liga. I think they've won uh, uh, how many titles in the last 10 years? I know certainly Messi has been the top scorer in, what, seven of the last 10 years in La Liga, but I'm not sure that the club around him has necessarily adapted uh, as well as he would have liked. I know that there was that period, I guess, between uh, 2012 and uh, 2019, where they won, I don't know, what, five or six or seven titles. Uh, but, you know, it's been, last couple of years have been tough for them. Why is it that Messi chose this time to leave his club? Was it new? Was it greener pastures? Was it new challenges? Or was it the fact that the club wasn't really able to build the support mechanism around him that he wanted? Yeah, it's it's many things that actually led Messi to push his way out of the club. But the main one was basically the poor sporting decisions made by the club. We we all know that Neymar left in 2017 to PSG in a world record fee, right? Mm-hmm. So Barcelona wanted to reinvest that money. And when they reinvested, they bought Dembele, Coutinho, and then Griezmann. And all of these signings were pretty much failed they pretty much failed as of now and many other poor signings were made at the time so basically barcelona spent over half a billion euros on players that simply didn't work and valverde at the time he actually did a good job but the performances in europe where the most important title of all is is challenge the the champions league yeah. it led to this Barcelona kept being humiliated on the on the biggest stage in the world. So it was the defeat at Homa, the defeat at Anfield, and then Bayern Munich, mm-hmm. and now the the trashing. So things just kept aggravating, and Messi never felt supported by the by the Bart by Bartomeu and uh, and the previous Barcelona board. So it was many things that that pushed him out. So it was a lack of support, a lack of a clear sporting project and many decisions that simply crippled the the club financially and on pitch too. Well, look, I think this is a very important topic, uh, Raf, one that we need to get into and the one that we will talk about. And, of course, you talk about Barcelona's Champions League pedigree. It is, of course, not that of Real Madrid, uh, who have won more Champions Leagues than any other uh, club, and it's going to be a long time before I think anybody catches them. But having said that, it has certainly been a very disappointing six years in the Champions League. And of course, those of us that follow the Premier League, uh, we get a little bit jaded because uh, you know England is probably absolutely unique in the terms that 
uh, you know, a club would just as happily win the Premier League as they would the Champions League. And I think that's very unique to the Premier League. For most clubs, the, the Champions League truly is the pinnacle of success. I'm talking to uh, Rafa Fernandez from the Barcelona podcast on Believe dot uh, com at the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, you can uh, download his podcast and subscribe. All things Barcelona, all things La Liga, all things Jogo Benito. Uh, you should check him out. Uh, we are, of course, talking about Barcelona and Lionel Messi. After Messi has announced that he will be leaving the club, or actually Barcelona has announced that Messi will be leaving the club. That's a little nuance. We have to go to break. Let's pick this discussion up on the other side. You're listening to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM, as well as iHeartRadio. Tune in, the award-winning Sirius XM app, and the podcast available as soon as the show's over on the Believe Podcast Network. Uh, we'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. By the way, big hello to our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. It's uh, such a pleasure to be talking with you as I do each and every week. Night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. I'm talking with Raf Hernandez, the host of the Barcelona podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We're, of course, talking about the story that is rocking the world of football right now. Now, the departure of Lionel Messi from his boyhood club. Uh, Raf, welcome back. Um, we discussed a little bit about the sort of genesis of this departure uh, going back to last August. Messi's dissatisfaction with the reinvestment of the Neymar money. And I have to tell you, Raf, just as a side note, for me personally, uh, I actually think Neymar is one of the most overrated players on the planet. But that's just me personally. Uh, and, you know, if you look at the people that they brought in with that money, including uh, Griezmann, I think, you know, and Coutinho has been a disappointment, of course. But uh, Griezmann, I think, is a terrific player. I mean, is it system? Is it coaching? Is it I mean, what's the problem there? Yeah, it's basically it's a combination of everything that could go wrong going wrong, Nick, because Coutinho, when you when we all watch him in the Premier League for Liverpool, he 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 became an incredible player under Rodgers and he improved even more with Klopp. So everything was set for Coutinho to actually join Barcelona and take the world by storm. Right. Yeah. But the problem is that Coutinho, much like the Griezmann signing, were signings that didn't make any sense from the tactical standpoint at Barcelona. Because Griezmann plays in a similar area of the pitch that Messi plays and Coutinho is more of a, more of a number 10 too. And what we saw was both of these players, they had to drift to the wing or to another part of the pitch there that they weren't accustomed to playing. Mm -hmm. just to actually things to kind of work because after a good start to to Coutinho's time at Barcelona things really went down downhill his psyche got to him psychologically he seems busted and so is his body physically he he is really he's really shaken he 
he spends over almost the, the the entire the entirety of the past year injured so it has been really unfortunate so it's basically the same thing going back to the sporting planning the Griezmann and the Coutinho signings they they made sense on making social media buzz or making the big signings that the that the supporters are going to love but the moment that you put these guys on the pitch they they just didn't work as well as they should because they simply had to stop playing the way that they played the best football of their careers uh, just to to actually fit in and start for Barcelona and it was really unfortunate it, it it's just one poor sporting decision after another mm -hmm. and speaking of Neymar I wouldn't call Neymar overrated, but he's not a player that I like very much. And th this is just a matter of liking, not rating him. But Neymar is kind of a wasted talent. I would say that if Neymar actually had the ethics and the focus on the sports that Messi and Cristiano did, I would say that we all would look at him with... We, we we all have a better view of the of the footballers as a whole because it seems that he's more of a he's he's more of a publicity stunt social media yeah. star than a, than a footballer you know and yeah. I really don't like that and and you combine that of course with the diving antics and everything and you really have a recipe for a very unlikable footballer. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Um... Although it's interesting that you bring up the comparison, and of course, the comparison between a Messi and uh, and a Ronaldo, and you know, the greatest of all time. Uh, by the way, for me personally, I happen to believe that uh, Diego Armando was the greatest player of all time, no matter what anybody says. Uh, but having said that, we're definitely talking about players in the pantheon of all-time greats. Um, you know, one of one of the things that's always struck me is uh, Lionel Messi. His game has mod has 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 morphed as he's got older, and he's now what thirty four or thirty six years old, right? Thirty four, right? Yeah, thirty four. Thirty four, uh, and, and he's one of these players that has the unique ability to make every player around him better. So it takes a sep a special type of ineptitude to buy players that you are going to. Uh, try to add to the ingredients uh, to whom Messi actually is unable to make better because they're playing out of position in the wrong position, not on their skills. As a Liverpool supporter, of course, I'm a, uh, I was a huge Coutinho fan. But the financial disaster of this is not just the fact that Coutinho has now, you know, couldn't really play in the Messi system because it wasn't speaking to his strength. And as a result, you know, he's become uh, a shell of his former self. The, the flip side of that is, of course, that's a lot of money that Barcelona are going to lose on a player that they can no longer capitalize with on a transfer. I think the latest rumors are that uh, Nuno Espirito Santos is looking at him for Tottenham Hotspur. Uh, what are you hearing about that? Yeah, honestly, Barcelona have been trying to move Coutinho for around two years now. We we know of the Bayern Munich loan. We had some interest from Arsenal in the in the in last summer too. Arsenal were actually kind of close to signing him. I, I, I wouldn't say they they were close. They're completely close to signing him because there were a lot of things to discuss still, like his wages, but there was some interest. And now we have the Tottenham rumors again. We had some Leicester rumors too. Uh, but overall, the problem with Coutinho is his his wages. His wages would break the 
the wage cap of basically the, the wage structure of any English club without, uh, aside from Manchester City and Manchester United. And not only that, you, you actually have the problem of his fitness. We don't know if Coutinho's body is as is doing as well as it was before and he has always been an injury prone footballer too so there's a lot of uncertainty mm -hmm. and Barcelona have been really trying heavily to move him this summer without any success and it's good it's good to recall too that he one of his agents which is Pini Zahavi is one of the best agents in the game in terms of influence and ability to move players his clients elsewhere and he he hasn't been been successful so far so it just reflects on the fact that movie continuo is just really difficult I'm talking with Rafa Nandes, the host of the Barcelona podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We are, of course, talking Lionel Messi. We're talking everything Barcelona. And uh, we'll be getting more into some more general La Liga questions here shortly. Uh, let's talk about life for Barcelona post-Lionel Messi. Um, what's going to happen, number one, with Messi? Where do you see him going? I know uh, there's been some discussion about Manchester City. Uh, although my understanding is uh, after 100 million on Grealish, uh, they're also looking at other players. I mean, from my understanding, they're already committed nearly 200 million in new signings this off season alone. Uh, is PSG a logical, alter, logical uh, location for him to reunite with Neymar? But then, you know, PSG are a big fish in a tiny pond in La Liga, and really, it's all about the Champions League. Is that where he goes next? Yeah, the the first the first player the the first club that came to my mind where when Barcelona released that that made it official that Messi wasn't going to stay is PSG because his friends Paredes and Neymar are there and PSG has the money we already had reliable we already had reliable reports from uh, from a journalist here in Brazil called Marcelo Beckler he he was also the one that broke. The, the Neymar to to PSG room uh, news before anyone else, so there is interest from PSG. They want to spend big on Messi, and he would be signing on the free. Maybe he wouldn't even ask for a big signing bonus, but PSG will just give Messi whatever they want because when you really when you put it on a paper, uh, a club like PSG having Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar would be really seismic for the. For the entire game, it would be really a game changer, and obviously, I wouldn't like that because it's exactly as you said. PSG are simply playing in in France, and as we all know, France isn't a very competitive league. They are PSG basically have a dozen matches uh, at best during each season. And that's it. So I wouldn't like Matt Messi going there, but it's exactly the first place that comes to mind. When it comes to Manchester City, it's exactly as you said. We, we have 100 million on Grealish announced today. 120 on Harry Kane apparently has been profit. Yeah, exactly. But if Messi's, but, yeah. but, you, know, but you know what, Raf? If, if Messi's available on a free and he's willing to be flexible with his budget, with his wage package now clearly he wouldn't take less than a harry kane or anybody else like that uh but you know if he wants champions league success he's he may be more likely to find it at manchester city than psg 
Yeah, I, comple I completely agree because we we have we have grown tired of seeing PSG simply imploding in the in the Champions League. We, we saw that against Manchester City last season, and of course they had a they better they had a better campaign on the uh, by that they lost the final against Bayern. But absolutely, and when you consider the fact that you could actually see Grealish, Kane, De Bruyne, and Messi at in a in the same club, it's the kind of thing that maybe, maybe the Manchester City owners are just—it's just too hard to pass. And you have Guardiola there too, who already worked exactly. with Messi. Hey, um, I have to go to. We have to go to break here. Um, stay with us because I want to continue this discussion on the other side. I'm talking with Rafa Fernandez, the host of the Barcelona podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. When we get back, uh, before we kick everything off, Rafa will tell you how to reach him on Twitter. Uh, we'll be right back after this on World Soccer Radio. All right. Uh, welcome back to the show. World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM as well as the American Forces Network, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, and the show is available immediately upon its conclusion at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-V podcast network, or anywhere you get your podcasts, whether that's uh, iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, iTunes, you name it, we're there. I am joined on the guest line by the host of the Barcelona podcast, uh, Raf Hernandez. Uh, we are talking about this earth-shattering news uh, out of the Camp Nou. We're talking about the departure of Lionel Messi and as Barcelona look towards a post messy area. Raf, oh, welcome back and uh, thanks for staying with me. As we were speaking before the break, we were talking about potential destinations for Lionel Messi. Uh, PSG, Manchester City, obviously two that come to mind. You know, my personal opinion, Raf, is that he's like much more likely to go to PSG, not because I think they necessarily uh, a Messi, Kane, uh, Grealish, uh, combo at Man City wouldn't be uh, likely to win the Champions League. But I think the rigors of the Premier League, the physicality of the Premier League for a 34-year-old Lionel Messi uh, would be something he would probably prefer to avoid uh, rather than uh, uh, League 1 and the sort of uh, Champions League glory uh, that that might bring him. So that would be my thought off the bat. But there was some talk he was mentioning about coming to MLS but I don't think that's going to happen. I just don't think there's enough money in the world for him here. Yeah, it has been it it has been reported quite heavily, especially from Messi's camp, that Messi wants to actually finish his career in in Miami in the MLS. And people say a lot that Messi one day might return to Argentina. But if you look at the, the economical situation in Argentina and how and how the country has really changed the way that they tax the the rich. I, I don't. I think it's really unlikely for us to see Messi back. No, precisely because of financial reasons, it wouldn't make any sense from for him. And the quality of life in Argentina is simply it's 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 simply not comparable to Barcelona or the United States. He has a family, and Messi. I think that he's already looking ahead on 
where he's going to live someday. Maybe he will stay at Barcelona. Maybe he will move to Miami because he always loved the city there. So I wouldn't blame him. Yeah, but definitely not going to Miami right now. And when you think about Messi leaving on a free, I don't think that it's quite impossible that we could see another one of the another one of the richest clubs in the world actually trying to make, to sign him maybe Abramovich maybe yeah. Manchester United want to do something big but it's exactly as you said it doesn't make much sense and it's either it's either Manchester City or PSG and I think it's going to be PSG because we already had San Lee from the Athletic saying that Manchester City tried many times with Messi, including last year, and that train has passed. They're not going to go back to try and sign him. But maybe Guardiola has other plans, and it's Messi and Messi in England. It it really could be massive. And you mentioned the the physical side of things, and I wouldn't say that Messi would struggle physically to play in the Premier League, but I think that there would be a little bit of struggle uh, a little bit of a struggle to adapt. Yeah. But he would still be the best dribbler in the world, the, the best passer too, and he would still score goals. Honestly, it would be my dream to see if Messi leaves Barcelona to see him in the Premier League, no matter which club he plays. Well, because let him, let him come to Anfield. Yeah, yeah. I, I really think that could work. I, I, talked, the, I talked about it last August with many Liverpool fans about it. And they think that Messi wouldn't fit with, with how Liverpool plays their football. Right. But... The high-tempo, high-speed game, which, which is really the point I'm making, Raf. It's not so much that Lionel Messi wouldn't be able to uh, be a superstar in the Premier League. Of course he would. He is uh, one of the greatest players ever to touch a ball. Uh, so I have no doubt he would put up terrific numbers. It is the wear and tear over a 38-game season with the FA Cup, with the League Cup, with the Champions League, with the weather in the UK, uh, you know, with the the high level of physicality. I, it's not that he couldn't play. I just think it's, it's going to put a lot more wear and tear on his 34-year-old body than I think he would like. Yeah, yeah, I I see your point, Nick, and I and I agree with that and. I would add too that we have to consider that Messi uh, is a, it, 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 he would be a tactical indulgence for basically any club in the, in the Premier League because he he's already 34 years old he he has never been really a player that presses and runs around yeah. for for 90 minutes he actually doesn't he actually walks he he has walked throughout matches for for, uh, for most <laughs> of his career. Right. Honestly, I have to be honest. It's how he plays, and it would be really strange to see Messi adapting to the tempo of the Premier League by walking. And of course, if you have a player that is walking and he's not pressing, he's not participating that much. Other players have to compensate for him, and maybe that would bring, that that would uh, actually imbalance tactically any side of uh, any side of the on the Premier League. Maybe Klopp. Or Guardiola, honestly, the two best coaches in the world could find a way, but it wouldn't be easy because you would basically be, be playing with a man down when it comes to defending. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with you. I, I fully expect him to end up uh, in Paris, and I think he'll be a huge success there. Whether or not they can go on to win the Champions League is a different question for another day. Uh, let's turn our attention now to the club post-Messi. Uh, it was just uh, over the last 24 months, it's been reported on multiple occasions, the Barcelona were teetering on the edge of bankruptcy. 
Uh, and then you have to look at the fact that this is a club that in some way shackled themselves with this massive uh, release clause for Messi because this is a player that possibly 24 months ago they could have cashed in for a nice sum of money. But with that ridiculous release clause, they kind of they kind of shackled themselves, number one. Number two is, uh, you know, the, the financial mismanagement, not just at Barcelona, you've got to look at Real Madrid as well, um, is really coming back to haunt them. What is the future for Barcelona post-Messi? Yeah, I think it's, it's really going to be a difficult future, a little bit less difficult in terms of finances, but still very difficult because... Messi was costing Barcelona around 100 million per uh, 100 million euros per season, but he would still bring more than that in terms of sponsors. So, a club without Messi means a club that will have to will have to lower their heads and actually charge less, ask less when it comes for searching for sponsors, searching for uh, trying to sell the naming rights of the new camp the, uh, of the camp new after the reforms. And of course, we have the sporting sides of things. Messi had been carrying Barcelona for many seasons now, and when when you basically you take him off the thing, and honestly, I don't, I, I really don't rate Koeman as a as a coach. I really don't think he's good enough to coach Barcelona or any top club in the world, and he's not very good. So overall, I think that it's make or break for Barcelona. Maybe if Messi really leaves, which I have some doubts. Uh, I, I would say that Barcelona could really endure a really painful wait, 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 season, wait, 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 even wait. worse than that one. Did you say if Messi really leaves, of which you have some doubt? Yeah. Well, yeah explain I really, yourself. Yeah, yeah. So basically, I, 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 of course, I was completely caught unaware by this because Messi was supposed to be signing his renewal with Barcelona today. It was widely reported and leaked from both camps. So the announcement that he wasn't going to stay any longer with Barcelona came from directly from the club. So yeah, after the initial shock, you just have to ask yourself if it's not a move to actually put pressure on 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 Javier Tebas and La Liga to actually relax the the wage the wage cap that they have the wage limitations they have on the clubs because by losing Messi La Liga loses a lot because La Liga has simply no other attractions aside from Messi you have a very unfit uh, Hazard you have the youngsters like Vinicius or the or Dembele who are completely inconsistent or simply not mediatic enough so you have a very difficult situation. And we had already reports from the past few weeks that other La Liga clubs were asking Tebas to relax the wage restrictions so Messi could stay. So Messi staying benefits the whole league. And maybe this is a strategy by the, pres the current Barcelona president, Juan Laporta and Messi, to actually relax the wage, the, wow. the wage limitations and get Messi to stay. But... I'm not going to to say I'm sure uh, I'm certain about that. I'm I, I'm just saying that it's not beyond Laporta to do it. Oh, Raf, is this the ultimate poker game that Laporta is playing? You know, in the in the wake of the European Super League debacle, his follow-on statements just last week or the week before that the project is still alive and is still needed. Uh, and you know, sadly, we just have a few minutes left, so we're going to wrap up the discussion here about Barcelona. We'll have you on again, and we'll talk about the state of finances in general over the European leagues. But you think this might be a massive poker game, huh? 
Yeah, I really do. And I think that we, we might be seriously surprised because we have still some sources in Spain, not the most reliable, but some people in Spain saying that this is all a game. So you never know, Nick. I think we are just going to have to wait and find out. Well, I think if, if you know, if Messi could wave a magic wand, surely he would have stayed at Barcelona until he was ready to leave Europe and then go to Miami and then retire. I mean, if I could think about what Messi would have wanted, I mean, he's one of the the few rarities of a sort of one-club superstar. These guys generally don't exist anymore. Yeah, exactly. I think that it's clear that Messi wants to stay at Barcelona because we didn't see a single rumor uh, from from the Messi camp regarding his him joining at other club the moment that his contract at the club ran out. We only had rumors coming from PSG to, to destabilize Barcelona throughout the season. And Messi really respects the club and, re, and he really respects Laporta too. Let, let us not forget that it's because of Laporta that Barcelona had that golden age with Guardiola. Right. So there's a lot of respect there. I, I, I really think that it's possible. Wow, I tell you what, let's uh, let's uh, since we are presented by betonline.ag, uh, Raf, let me make you a betting man for a minute. Uh what are your odds that he stays at Barcelona? Mm, I would say 5-1. <laughs> 5 to 1 that he stays or 1 in 5 yeah. that he stays? One in five. Okay, one in five. So you think there's a twenty percent chance he's going to stay? But you, you're kind of hearing these room, you know, these announcements, and you're thinking that he's headed over to Paris. I, I, I tend to think he's headed over to Paris because I think Barcelona are in a lot worse financial situation than I think anybody knows. And uh, you know, uh, Real Madrid not too far behind, uh, I, in my opinion, in terms of uh, financial disasters. Uh, so we will wait and see. Uh, Raf, an absolute pleasure. We'll have to have you on again shortly as this uh, story continues to unfold and also as we get ready for the restart of the European leagues. Uh, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find your podcast and find you on social media? You can find my podcast anywhere on Spotify, iTunes, Google by searching Believe in Barcelona. And if you want to find me on social media anywhere, Instagram, Facebook and Twitter, just Rafael age one one seven. That's it, and you and you will find my my thoughts about the whole saga in real time. Raf Hernandez, an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you again soon, and I encourage everyone to download the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Take care, Nick. Bye bye. Right, bye bye. Uh, we'll be right back to wrap it up here on World Soccer Radio right after this. All right, welcome back to the show, World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline Broadcast Network. By the way, find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I want to thank uh, my good friend, Rafael Hernandez, from the Barcelona um, podcast, joining me, uh, talking about the situation at Camp Nou with Lionel Messi, what the future is for Barcelona. And if you listen to Raf very carefully, whether this is just a big poker game being played by Laporta at Barcelona, or this is actually 
going to happen. A fascinating discussion. You can find Raf at uh, Raphael, R-A-F-A-E-L-H, 117 on Twitter. And uh, let's continue the discussion there. You can also find me at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Uh, we will be getting on to our Premier League preview here over the next couple of days. Be sure to tune in, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time. Then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And of course, we will be continuing to monitor the situation out of the Camp Nou with Lionel Messi's uh, departure being announced by the club. Now, this is important to note. Being announced by the club, no comment yet from Messi or Pini Zahavi, his agent, as of yesterday, he was supposedly re-signing, and they were going to announce it today. So we will see what happens. We will follow this story closely, but let's continue to follow the financial meltdown of clubs across Europe as the Premier League sucks up most of that talent. Of course, we're talking about Jack Grealish going to Man City for $100 million, $120 million uh, pounds have been profit profit for Harry Kane at Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, it's ridiculous to think we're going to discuss it uh, loads more in detail over the next few days. All right, folks, I uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, always enjoy bringing it to you and would really, 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 really like to thank uh, Raphael for uh, coming on because uh, it was really interesting to uh, to have his perspective. I'll be back with you tomorrow. Be sure to tune in on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. Until then, have a great night. I'll speak to you then. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.